Hi, this is Jim Martin with the Little Things First podcast, where we explore the little things that make a big difference in education. I'm here with my colleague, Tracy Vandeventer, who you'll hear from in just a moment. However, before we get there, um, today is September 17th, 2019, and we'd love to remind you to subscribe to our podcast. We really appreciate all the support that we've been given with our podcast. We're hoping you're enjoying it, and subscribing just helps us to uh, build up our listenership. Also, uh, if you wouldn't mind giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts, that's very helpful for us to get feedback about how we're doing and how we can improve. And finally, check us out on our website. It's littlethingsfirst, first being 1st.com. That's littlethings1st.com, where you can check out uh, our blogs about each of the episodes. We also give recommendations to educational leaders about how they might use our um, podcasts for professional learning, and also we have resources that build upon the episode information uh, that we have presented. So hopefully you'll check that out, littlethings1st.com. Without further ado, I want to get into our interview for this week. It is with Ross Lunsford. Ross is a principal in the Ogden School District. Ogden is in Utah. And uh, Ross has won multiple awards for his work as a principal. At the time of this interview, he was the principal at Lincoln Elementary. He has since moved to a middle school. Uh, however, he has lots of really great information to share about the work that needs to be done in schools to change trajectories, especially for schools that have tradi traditionally not done well. So we're really uh, excited to present this information. Ross was recently featured in the second edition of Driven by Data by Paul Bambrick Santoyo. That's a book that uh, has been circulated a lot in the educational field about how we can use data to improve our practices in schools. So uh, listen in on this great interview with Ross, and we'd love to hear from you about your reactions to the interview. All right. Well, thank you so much, Ross, for joining us. This is Ross Lunsford uh, with our Little Things podcast, educational podcast. And Ross, could we start off by having you tell us more about your school and uh, your most recent award? All right. Uh, so I'm at Lincoln Elementary. Uh, kind of just our, our demographics as far uh, we're uh, 80, 84, 85 percent free and reduced lunch. Uh, we're about 60% uh, Hispanic students. Uh, we're about a third of our students are, are classified as, as ESL. And we're K-6, and we're, you have about 550 students, about three classes per grade uh, in, in each of those. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, recently we were just uh, uh, selected as uh, National Distinguished Title I School uh, for the state of Utah in the category of exceptional student performance for two consecutive years. Excellent, excellent. And it shows you really have continued to grow every year at your school. Um, one of the questions we have is, what, what do you think is an important action uh, for principal or educators to take that are, is going to help students make that academic growth? Yeah, it's 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 difficult to kind of limit to, it down to one important action. As yeah. I, you know, thinking about this question, but uh, 
I, I, when I get down to it, I, I, I think the main thing is, is that there is some action that, you know, that we are taking some type of, of action and, and not uh, just keeping the, uh, the, the, the status quo on it. Um, was it when I look at, when I kind of look at kind of a concept or a principle, I think of, of the teachers starting to take ownership for the student learning. Um, that they start to become relentless over their students' learning versus, um, you know, ownership of, of, of their teaching with it. So they're, 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 they're taking, you know, if the, if the students aren't learning the concept or the standard, they're, they're, they're taking the action to uh, figure out what do I do to, to make them learn this with it. And so, it's, you know, for me, it's getting that, that kind of uh, mindset and, and, and thoughtfulness um, with, with, with each of the teachers. That's great. So, uh, if you, maybe this is the same um, answer, but if you had advice for a principal or an educator who wanted to shift school culture towards more academic success, what would you have them work on first? So, <clears throat> I when yeah because when looking at shifting school culture and and things what I have found that that's that's helped teachers uh, or or schools move forward is 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 starting just to focus on 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 the small wins centered around the student achievement so basically kind of uh, you know just working with teachers. To set goals with students and classes, and, you know, and to start looking at that data, looking at those uh, assessments, and start celebrating those, you know, uh, at least on a weekly basis on, on how their students are doing, and and getting them pumped up to to start to uh, to reach those goals and to see their progress and, and improvement, um, so that the focus starts uh, the focus starts to shift to be around the work versus on on what's not working and they start you know looking at you know that that student learning piece sure hey ross just to go a little deeper on that question i know that you have maybe two times when your teachers are meeting in the week so they have uh, maybe a plc time and then there's another data time can you explain that a little bit sure so d during our during our plc time uh uh, teachers, the grade level teachers, they'll, they'll look and and discuss um, how they reteach from the week went. Uh, w with that, uh, they'll look and they'll discuss uh, what worked, what didn't work with their with their students as they as they had done the reteach, and then from there, you know, we 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 pick the standard that we're going to teach for the next week. Uh, look at that. Uh, you know, break that down uh, and, and start and create the assessment uh, for that standard and, and then plan for that week. Our, our, our data meetings, we, we decided to go with the data meetings and it gave us a little more time to really kind of look at the student work uh, with that. So on the other day, when we meet with the, the data meetings, uh, teachers will bring in uh, work from high mids and, and lows from their assessment and really kind of look at, you know, what that common error was uh, with that. 
and, and really kind of break that down and kind of create a new exemplar and create a new reteach plan together of how they're going to reteach that standard and, and create those groups there at that meeting. And then that's what they relook at um, when we come to the PLC the next time. And what's been the reaction of the teachers to that structure? Like, how have they responded to having the two meetings in a week and uh, having such an emphasis on data reteach assessment? You know, I they they really uh, as far as kind of a, a time thing with it, I think they're just kind of used to it. Um, but really, kind of the with the data meetings and starting to. Well, let me back up. When we started creating exemplars um, in our in our PLCs, uh, with that, and teachers would you know work through problems of what they would want students to be able to do, and that to have all three teachers uh, agree on that, it it, it all of a sudden just made the planning for the, that week uh, a lot easier because they had just worked through. This, this problem that they wanted everybody to be able to do at the end of the week. And, and right. so now yeah, it just became easier to plug in, okay, yeah, we're gonna have to teach this. This is gonna have to go on Tuesday. And, and that um, in, the, in, the, in the data meetings, it's, it's really fun to be able to uh, hear them really kind of get down to, to you know, why the students didn't get it, you know, versus uh, past that level of uh, they just need more practice at it. And they really start looking at, you know, what errors are, are they making and things with it. So it's been it's been a pretty positive uh, uh, thing for them. And how did you find time for that? The, the two meetings in a week for the teachers, like where, where are the kids during that time? So the, the PLC time is during the day. Um, and, and our students rotate to uh, uh, computer, com uh, computer time, a uh, uh, PE time, and, and a library time. Our uh, data meeting is, is held after school um, once a week uh, with that. Uh, that time, the, the after school time came from, uh, before I was here, they had instituted, they wanted to have some grade level uh, meeting time and the staff decided to go on that uh, and that time ever since I was here was always kind of something different maybe it was a PD one one week the other week it was it was something else and so it, it didn't really have too much of a purpose for, for a while but I didn't want to give up the time because we had the time <laughs> They had they had already agreed to set aside the time, and then when uh, we had heard about these data meetings and things, we found that to be a, a very useful uh, part of that time after school. Great. Yeah. Um, how about when you're talking about your teachers and the passion that they have? What do you look for when you're hiring new staff? Uh, I I want to. Well, they have to like kids. That's uh, good. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the that's the utmost. Uh, <laughs> amazing how many people <laughs> seem to not like kids and, and be going into the profession. Uh, they have to have a sense of humor. Uh, with that, as we go through kind of interviews and and talking with them, we have to 
uh, get that they have some type of uh, of personality, some some sense of humor. Um, I look for I, I I they need to be able to share with me a time when they've struggled with something. So either a time when they've struggled with teaching or whatever, something that they've struggled with and that they were able to, uh, you know, uh, make a plan or, or do something to overcome, overcome the struggle uh, with that. So we, we, we'd look at, you know, them doing that. Um, and look at uh, experiences of, of how they've, how they've received uh, input. Are they coachable? What examples do they have to show that they are coachable? Uh, do they want that kind of feedback and input? And uh, I think, and then may, one last thing that we look for is, you know, just are they, are they, are they peppy? Can we, can, can, can I sense some excitement from them as they're talking about the, the teaching profession? Yeah, they have some sure. excitement about the work. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a hard job. And so if they, you know, they're not excited about it, then that would make it really that much more difficult. Yeah, for sure. Hey Ross, when you talk about, uh, you know, that they share with you when they struggled. Are you looking for the way that they get to the solution, like with data, or is the intent to look at more about how they have grit so they stick with it? I, I, I think I think both with, with it. Okay. And it, yeah, and depending on, on, on what it is, but yeah, uh, you know, are they, are they looking at, at, at some type of data points? You know, what are they using to, to, Get past this, this this struggle or or difficult thing that they that they're having to do. You know, was it was it that they were able to look at some data, go to other people, get some feedback, try something new, fail at that, go back, try try again. So, and and that you know ties into that to that grit uh, part. You know, something that they're going to stick with. And and you know, I I, I, I want to make sure that they they've had practice at failing because it's going to happen more and more and I, you know we got to see how they're going to be how what's their resilience with it uh-huh yeah good point right so ross if you could talk to your younger self you know if you had this magic time machine and could go back and meet your younger self and give your younger self some advice what would that be as an educator uh I think it would be to to not shy away from from giving people some some honest feedback um, with it if they're if they're if they're if they're struggling in that to be able to 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 you know let them know that there's that of of where where they're struggling uh, with their teaching or you know if they're just uh, not not good with it I think early on I you know, those those are difficult conversations to have with people, and they're not fun to have, and it's easier not to have those those conversations. Um, but after they they uh, by not having those, it always just seems to make things worse uh, years years down the road. To so be able to sure. uh, to talk with those, and then on on the other side too is to uh, to make sure that I would. Uh, you know, give that feedback to those teachers, to the, to the new teachers, as far as, as they're, you know, growing and, and things to really kind of help them shape uh, 
what they're doing uh, with that. I, I think there's some critical times in their first years uh, that if they get some some good feedback and some good direction, uh, you know, it can make them a, a, a you know a, a excellent teacher versus just an average teacher throughout their career. Right. Yes. So if you're thinking about that feedback, that feedback is maybe pointed that really allows them to have a lever for improvement. Um, how about like giving positives to teachers? What, what's your role or how do you how do you support teachers that way? The ones who are doing some really good work, too. Yeah. Um, well, just 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 yesterday I had a teacher that was on the well, that was that was in in tears and, and stuff had to have had a difficult day uh with some things that her students had done and whatnot she had really taken everything that these that these students had done really uh personally and so i had to i had to sit back with her and 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 kind of get her kind of big picture of of how far she's she's taken these students and, and the relationship she's been able to build with the parents um with that and where these guys have have made a lot of progress and that we don't need to just uh, feel like we failed if they've called somebody a name or they've made some some bad choices throughout the day but you know those they've they've their their bad choices have become much less frequent with that and uh, and I think really kind of effective teachers sometimes they'll just look at um where kids are not making good choices and they feel like they're failing somewhere with it. Um, so I was just trying to help her understand that, uh, you know, kids are gonna make bad choices throughout the year. Just that we, we have to expect that. And uh, we just need to be able to know, you know, what are we gonna do once they do that and, and not take it as a, as every time that I'm I'm failing to do something, if I'm really kind of got all those other pieces in place. Yeah, excellent. Right. Well, it sounds like you provide a lot of support to your staff and and a lot of both positive and constructive feedback, and that's making a huge difference in how they're doing and the empowerment that they feel and the progress that they're seeing as a result. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, thank you, Ross. And then, you know, we're only asking you a few questions, uh, but tell us what do you think is important for us to think about when we are sharing with our listeners and considering improving education for our students? What have we not asked you that you think is important for us to know? Um, I think, well, I think, uh, you know, administrators, teachers, whoever have to, you know, they have to feel like they have some, uh, I don't know what the word would be, some skin in the game, you know, that, that, that they're, uh, you know, they've got to have something to, you know, they've got to have that, that, that ownership piece with it. And, uh, you know, and if I feel like when they, they, they have that, you know, they, they have something to latch onto, uh, it's able to get them through the, you know, the more difficult days with it. But, it's that, uh, yeah, it's just that really taking that, that, that ownership and that, hey, this is my responsibility to, uh, to get these kids to learn. Nice. Yeah, excellent. 
Well, thank you so much, Ross. We really appreciate your time. We know you're busy. We know you've got a lot on your plate. We know the work you're doing is very important. And we thank you for taking time to share some of your ideas with us. Yeah, you're very welcome. Yeah, thank absolutely. You. Great job. Congratulations on all your success. Keep up the good right. work. Thank you. Very good. Have thank a great you. day. Have a good week. All right. Have a good weekend. Thank you. Bye-bye.